Hi there. Welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson. And today's show is on concert pitch, which is tuning to like 440 or 432, and tuning systems. And so it's really all about these ancient systems that are really pretty cool. And we're going to be talking about how effective they are. And our intention is that we may have the exact sound and music we need for our systems to thrive and get this out as well. That's all. Okay. Before we start, though, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. <clears throat> First of all, we have an open house coming up. Let's see. There we go. Oh, <clears throat> So we've got open house coming up on October 15th at the Institute here in Sausalito. And it's uh, all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We put people on sound tables and you get blessed out, you get to play with tuning forks and, and our technologies. And it's, uh, it's always, always fun from one to five and people don't want to move after that. So come on down, fly on in. Uh, we also have some big projects coming up. We're going to Israel and Egypt in May, May 27th and June 3rd. Um, so it's like seven days in Israel and then seven days in Egypt. You can do either or both. And you can go to harmonicexpeditions.com to see all of the details. Uh, been to Egypt once, so they know how to light up those temples. They know how to light them up with sound, and that's the ancient uh, tradition, right? ancient technique. And so uh, you can definitely plan on getting really hot, and it'll be a lot of fun as well. Uh, we also have our sound healing and therapy certificate program just started here in Sausalito. Uh, we have the three and a half month version and half of it's online for six months. You could still jump in, so uh, you could come Monday night uh, if you like and join the classes there. Our online class is ongoing enrollment, so you can start every week or two. And you could start like September, oh, let's see, what days it passed. Like you could actually start this Tuesday. Um, and uh, it's uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time, and Saturdays, 10 to 1. And uh, it's, again, it's all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And it's really about how the universe works based on vibration, not only the universe, but the body. And also we teach many uh, skills and techniques to be able to run your own business or get a job. And because we're a vocational school, we have to place 70% of our people. So we're really big on that. And also, you're going to get really high and really peaceful over and over and over and learn how to help other people get high and peaceful. We also have a recording program that just started. You can still jump in on that. That's online on Tuesdays from 12 to 2 p.m. And then you have some lab each week that you have to do. Uh, we also have our voice analysis software we sell. It's a, Let's to see what notes are missing in your in your system, and uh, if you buy it by October third, you can join the training on October fourteenth. 
We also have a brainwave assessment and software, which is really just a bunch of uh, songs that we use to find a person's note. Song, uh, sounds and rhythms, actually, 12 sounds and rhythms to see which one makes you the most peaceful. And then we give you 48 CDs, uh, uh, Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta, and 12 different notes. Delta for sleep, Theta for creativity, and oneness. Alpha for learning and beta for overcoming ADHD and gamma for dressing out as well. And you get to give those out and buy this software. You can also get a treatment of voice analysis and brainwave assessments online or at the institute as well. Um, let's see, anything else we have going on? I think that's it for now. Uh, go to soundhealingcenter.com. You can find all of our classes under Globe Institute, or go to the store where we have over uh, 600 products now. We've got CDs and crystals and gem, uh, and um, crystal bowls and, and alchemy bowls, frosted bowls. We've got Tibetan bowls. We've got tuning forks. We've got all types of technologies like sound lounges and sound tables that vibrate you into bliss. We've got sound pillows and sound dolphins and a sound belt. We've got light technology. And now we've also got our sound chamber, which we're selling. It's about uh, 40000 for a chamber that's like the king's chamber dimension with an octahedron and a dodecahedron around it. It will get you real high. So that's at soundoflove.com. We have our sound, sound therapy center where you can get different treatments including the voice analysis and brainwave assessment. And then the Research Foundation, <clears throat> where we have uh, over a thousand papers that you can check out, more than clinical papers. And then we also have the Medical Sound Association with detailed treatment plans with our 800 doctors and sound therapists figuring out how it all works. And that's at medicalsoundassociation.com and the Sound Education Association, where we have over a thousand uh, exercises for kids from three months up to 18 years in detail. And uh, you can join both of those, the Medical Sound Association and the Sound Education Association. We have bi-monthly meetings on how to heal every disease and how to change the educational system on the planet. We also have the Sound Treatment Center that about to launch not quite launching yet, but should be within a few weeks here. If you want to sign up as a, a practitioner, go to practitioner registration and we'll give you training on how to mic everything. It's the best quality, way better than Zoom. And then also, if you want to get a treatment, not quite ready, but in about three weeks, that'll be ready to go. You can get a treatment online with the best quality sound. And then the other last big thing is we have our globe. 15th Globe Sound Healing Conference coming up with over 20 researchers, pioneers, instructors, doctors, sound therapists, and musicians, and it's all free November 8th to the 13th. And uh, we've got some really amazing presenters this time. We have Anthony Holland. Anthony Holland did the TED Talk where he shows four different types of cancer being exploded with, with uh, uh, electromagnetic frequencies. And so he's going to uh, be talking about that and his new research 
Uh, we also have uh, a lot of people doing sound and voice. Eileen McCusick, who's the master of the tuning fork on the, uh, on the nervous system and the, the electromagnetic system of the body. Jeffrey Thompson, I get so inspired with Jeffrey, one of the top researchers in the field. And we're talking about how to heal every disease in the world. That's all. Yuval was one of the most amazing musicians and really uh, into brain health. Uh, Akira is going to go through all the different cymatic, uh, history of cymatics. And then uh, Nestor is a master at, at um, uh, overtone singing and throat singing. And uh, when I do my thing, I'm going to do some things on chakras. There's a lot of other people. Oh, Richard Feathers doing his thing on sacred geometry. And uh, a lot of other voice work throughout. Let's see anything especially interesting. And some hard work as well. Again, April or November 8th through the 12th, free. And just go to globesoundhealingconference.com and you'll find all the info and registration. Okay. So a lot of people these days are talking about 432, tuning music to 432. And what that is called is it's called concert pitch. <clears throat> Commonly confused with a tuning system, but we'll get into that in, a bit, uh, in more detail later. Concert pitch is the frequency that a symphony or band, especially an instrument, because it's really each individual instrument. And they normally start with A, and they'll tune that to a certain frequency. Now remember, every note can be many different frequencies. There's many possibilities for each uh, frequency of any note. So uh, in the olden days, it was all over the place. People tuned to uh, like in the 1500s, Vienna was 421.6, Paris 427, London 433, the U.S. was 458. And then in the 1800s, the uh, French were using 435, and then they made a standard. And then they had a meeting in 1926 where they set the standard for all countries so everybody could play together to 440. Right? And because Rockefeller was on that panel, a lot of people think that uh, there was conspiracy to detune us because most people agree that 432 and uh, is is actually feels better in the body, and I'll give you many reasons why. But <clears throat> for, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Like Rockefeller really knew what he was doing and was able to co convince a panel of Americans and uh, and all these people around the world, you know that just to, to throw people off, I think that's ridiculous. And most people in the field think that's ridiculous, although you see that all over the internet. Right? But 440 is not a bad frequency, really. It's actually not bad at all. Now, 432 is actually pretty cool. But, you know, also uh, about seven years ago, Leonard Horowitz actually said, let's tune our music to 528 because that is a uh, frequency of love and it unravels the DNA. So that happens to be a C and a lot of people started tuning A to 444, which makes the C be 528. 
So then uh, a few years back, Leonard Horowitz admitted that there is zero research behind 528 having anything to do with love. So a lot of people have abandoned it and gone to 432. 432 is uh, the heart meridian, although I have no idea how they, they found that or measure that. It's also what they tuned to in ancient Egypt, and it creates a beautiful cymatic mandala pattern. Actually, let me show you. Here's the mandala pattern of 432. It's this, this is like a 16th inch water droplet being vibrated with 432, which is cool. It's a beautiful pattern, but look, 440 is not bad. 440 is not as cool, but it's not it's not mush, <laughs> right? It's not bad at all. So. Uh, but 432 does create a beautiful pattern. It's also 432 is the latitude and longitude of many sacred sites. It's a distance in many sacred sites. And when we tune to 432, most of the notes are whole numbers in the octave, which is unusual, really unusual. The radius of the sun is 432,000 miles across. And it's an octave of 216 perfect octave of 216, which is the honeybee frequency, and 108, which is very auspicious throughout uh, Asia, right, and, and India, that is. Um, and uh, also the distance to the sun is 108 diameters of the sun. That's cool. So it's also average frequency of a baby cry, and most importantly, it's the time I was born. It's on my birth certificate, 4.32 a.m., right? So there are a lot of auspicious things about 432, including that actual uh, cymatic image. Now, if you go online and compare the frequency of 432, by the way, when you tune to 432A, all the other notes are going to be are going to be uh, uh, tuned exactly to that A. So basically, when you tune to, to higher or lower frequency, you're tuning all the notes higher or lower. Like 440 is all 12 notes are going to be a little bit higher. And then 432, all 12 notes are going to be a little bit lower. So we're talking about raising or lowering the pitch of the whole song just a little bit. It, but it's subtle. It's not like a big deal, right? So let me. So if you go online and you look at... Uh, up uh, comparisons of 440 and 432, you'll see where they say 440 is like evil, right? And here's 432, which is like God and nature, right? And it's like, of course, you're going to choose, you know, the 432. You should really be doing it blindly. So what I want to do is I want to play a little bit of 440 and 432 and see if you can tell the difference and see which one you like. Right? So I'm not going to show you this i'm just gonna hide it and play it for you okay a song and i'm not going to tell you which one is which so here's the first example of my song unconditional love okay I'll play the first one and i'll play the second one see which one you like let's check it out
Okay. Now here's the second one. Okay, so the first one was 440, and the second one was 432. When I've done this test over the last 10 years in classes and, and workshops, 70% of the people choose 440. We are totally addicted. We are strung out to 440. That's all we listen to on radio and CDs. It's always 440, except around here. It's always 440. Everything on radio and CDs. Right, so we are addicted. It's a little brighter, but the the 432 feels a little deeper to me. It feels a little more relaxed, and it taps in to all these things we just went through, which is really cool. Very cool. Right? However, it's not as big a deal as people think. First of all, if you tune to 432. How often is the song going to actually hit A at 432, which is actually a pretty high pitch, right? It's like, ee, you know, it's a pretty high pitch, and often notes aren't that high. So, if, but if the song's not in the key of A, they may never hit A 432. So you're not going to get that mandala pattern in your body hardly ever, right? Unless it's in the key of A. So that's that's one, one little problem. But here's the other deal. The real thing, the main thing that makes you get high or makes you love a song is the quality of the music and the energy and intention behind it. I mean, if you've got a really good, cool song and the energy of the musician is totally in sync with it and really coherent and held in a stable fashion, you get that energy, especially if they're running higher energies of source or running energies from higher beings or even ancestors or earth energy or whatever. You know, if they're, if they're running very coherent energy, you're going to get that. And that's my ears more important than 432 or 440. There are a million songs that are 432 on YouTube, at least, you know, a few thousand, I should say, <laughs> that I would never want to listen to. And there are a million songs, at least a thousand or so, on YouTube, or not just YouTube, but out there in 440 where I've seen God. I've seen white light. I've been in tears, right? I mean, I saw uh, pure white light and, and, and was just blissed out at a Pink Floyd concert, right? Total 440, <laughs> right? 
I mean, it's like there's all this music that's 440. It's totally the music and the energy that is the most important. Now, it is cool, 432. I got all my music in 432, but it's not as big a deal. It's nothing compared to the quality of the music and energy. Okay, so that's, so some people are like, 432 is the whole deal, right? Nope, it's part of it. It's important. It's cool, but it's not the whole deal at all. Really not the whole deal. There are so many different parameters of music, including rhythm and, and, and the different chord progressions and melodic progressions. And oh my God, there's so many details that can get you high besides just the concert pitch. Okay. And also, now, let me share with you the information about tuning systems. Most people don't know what a tuning system is. A tuning system is the actual frequency. It's actually, first of all, it is how many notes uh, you have in the octave. Now, we have 12 notes in the octave. And just about all cultures use 12 notes. Even India that has a 24-note octave, they're still mostly using 12 notes, and they bend up and down to the other 12. So it's still kind of a 12-note system, even though they got well, they can bend. Right? So this is it's like it's pretty much a standard. I know of someone who created a 32-note octave, 32 notes between two uh, uh, between you know, to, within one octave. But it's really weird. It's kind of trippy and bizarre. Right? It, it lets you get used to it. It could be cool. But we're, we are using 12. And nobody knows, seems to know where 12 came from. It's like, you know, I assume God was, or someone was connected to source and, and got a message that said, use 12. And they went, okay, cool. Because it does seem to work quite well. A lot of people say if we had a 12 base number system, everything would make way more sense instead of a 10 base number system. So that's 12. The second thing of a tuning system is the frequency of each of the notes within an octave. And that's the big deal. The frequency of each of the notes. Remember when we were talking about concert pitch, we talked about one note which was connected to all the other 12 or 11. And now what we're talking about is the frequency of each one. It's the C, the C could be higher or lower. The C sharp could be higher or lower. A lot of possibilities, a lot of frequencies that, that each of the notes could be. The D could be higher or lower. The, the E could be higher or lower. I mean, there's, the F could be higher or lower. Uh, if you can see the video here, it's like this is concert pitch where the whole hand moves up and or down. And the uh, tuning system is the frequency of each of the notes, higher or lower. Right? I like that picture. You know, on radio, so much of that. <laughs> okay. So, a tuning system is the frequency. Since there's so many possibilities of frequency for each of the 12 notes, in the beginning, what everybody did in most cultures is actually set the frequency to the harmonic. And if you've been watching my, listening to my radio show for a while or in classes at all, you know that the harmonic series are the frequencies that are in one note. 
and they are based on a mathematical structure of one times two times three times four times five times six times seven times eight times. It's called mathematical multiples. That's how the frequencies of the uh, frequencies called harmonics that, that make up a sound go up in frequency. Always one time. So if you got you know a hundred hertz, the harmonics in that one sound, one string, one tube, whatever, it's going to be. 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, and so forth. If it's if the root frequency is 80, it's going to be 2 times 80, 160, uh, uh, 240, 320, 400, 480, and so forth. And that mathematical system is through all sound. In fact, that mathematical system, hold on, let me show it here. That mathematical system is also in the distance between the planets. The distance of the sun from Mercury is the root. The distance from Mercury to Venus is two times the sun to Mercury. Venus to Earth is three times the sun to Mercury. Earth to Mars is four times. Mars to the asteroid belt is five times. To, Ju uh, to Jupiter is six, and then Saturn seven, and, and all the way up to Neptune and Uranus. Right? And then Pluto is not in the mathematical structure. It's, it doesn't fit into that same mathematical structure. It's also, this mathematical structure is in the distance of electrons around the nucleus of an atom. They get further and further apart based on one point, two point, three point, four point. It's also in the vertebrae. The vertebrae can be broken up into halves and thirds and fourths exactly. It's also, some people say, in the auras and in the chakras, and also it's at the quantum level. Different levels of matter jump from one level of energy to another based on one point, two point, two point, four point. This mathematical pack pattern is throughout nature. So when we tune each of the notes to the harmonics, which is one times two times three times four times, we're now tapping into nature big time. When we play the scale, all the notes in, in, on an instrument, which are now tuned to the harmonics, which are based on the distance between the planets, the distance of every atom in your body, an electron shell, the, the auras and the chakras and the quantum level, all, and your spine. You're walking up and down your spine when you play each of the notes. You're really connected to nature. Really, 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 really connected to nature. 432 is cool, but that's just like one frequency. And, and now we're tapping into, with a tuning system, tapping into all the, the mathematical structure of the basis of our universe. There's another mathematical structure, which is the golden mean. But the harmonic structure of, of mathematical multiples, one times, two times, three times, is really rampant throughout society. God used that one as much as the golden mean, right? So it's very cool. So now we're really connected to nature, right? When you actually use this, this is called just intonation or just tonic or, or uh, 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 just tuning. When you actually base the harmonics or base the, the frequency of each of the 12 notes on the harmonic series, which is throughout nature, right? One times, two times, three times. And again, this is what people did throughout cultures everywhere. They actually tune 
to the harmonic series. Every animal on the planet sings in just intonation. It's the most natural way. It's like taking a string and divide it, splitting it in half and thirds and fourths and fifths and so forth, which is exactly how you get every note on a violin. They're totally naturally playing in just intonation. But there's a problem with just intonation. It's totally connected to nature, but there's a problem. You can't go from key to key, which we don't do too often, right? Jazz, we might do it more often, or we might modulate occasionally. But the problem was back in the day, back in Beethoven and Bach days, right? You couldn't, the whole night of the symphony had to be in one key. You couldn't play different keys because the instruments were built for a certain key. And it was a real problem. It was kind of really limiting. So uh, uh, Beethoven actually created a keyboard that slid over so you could modulate to different keys. And Bach started using equal tempered tuning, which is not based on nature. It's a mathematical structure where the distance between each of the notes is exactly the same, which makes it so you can easily go from key to key, but no longer connected to nature. If you wanted to detune the world, start using equal tempered tuning, which is what almost everything on the radio and CDs is, is equal tempered, except symphonies without a keyboard and acapella groups. We naturally, when we sing, we naturally go to just intonation. But most of the stuff is equal tempered. So if you really want people grounded and connected to nature, use just intonation, right? That's the deal. Let me show you an example visually of the difference between just intonation and equal tempered. This is a cool little YouTube video this guy put together. Okay, check this out. It's just a couple minutes. A little screen. Okay. If you ever get a chance to watch this video, it's cool. It's called Just Intonation versus Equal Temperament. This is the sound and visual image of a pure harmonic third, an A and a C sharp. This is the tempered version as played by a modern piano or guitar, clearly out of tune. This is a pure harmonic fifth, an A and an E. And the tempered version of a fifth, again, out of tune. When we put these mistuned tempered intervals together in a major chord, you can hear the rough and restless quality that Helmholtz referred to. The pure chord rings true, every interval in perfect harmonic balance. Let's hear a simple chord progression in the false tempered tuning.
now that same progression automatically retuned by just tonic. Stuff, but, and you can hear the difference. It's just, it's just a little sweeter. If there's not as much flutter when you have the um, just intonation, and it's the way God created all music in nature is based on just tonic or just intonation, right? So uh, I've got another example I want to play for you. Let me show you here first. And so this is uh, okay. So there was a guy that used to teach for us named Mark Deutsch, and Mark invented this uh, acoustic bass with sitar strings in the back of it. It's called the basintar, and so when he plays the mainstreamed up front whenever they read whenever they hit at the same frequency as one of the ones in the back they actually create they start vibrating passively themselves the ones in the back so it's kind of like a sitar but it's an acoustic bass right now mark never listens to equal tempered he said it makes him crazy he, just, he says it's just so out of tune our body is built based on ju just intonation right it feels so much more natural. So this is him playing the basintar in <clears throat> just intonation. Let me find it here. Let me this one up. Basintar and my, my bridge. Okay, here we go. Let's just check this, this out. Enjoy this painted bird.
Now let me play for you um, what's called Pythagorean, which is a version of just intonation, but it's a little more harmonious. Uh, so they actually technically use the musical fifths within the uh, just intonation or the harmonic series. So check this out and see how this works. It sounds a little out of tune at first, but once you sink into it, it really um, it really feels feels good. Uh, let's see, this is Joel Andrews who passed away a few years ago. Uh, okay, so this is what's called Pythagorean tune. Enjoy this. So just to give you an idea of how this, of some, let, me, let me play something that's really noticeable, right? So there's, there are all types of tuning systems throughout Asia and Africa and Bali and, and that are really quite unusual that aren't really based on, on the harmonic series. Just so you get an idea of how... Um, what a tuning system is. Uh, let me play a little bit here. It will come up. 
So this is Turkish 24 tone tuning system. Check this out. So these systems, while well, I'm setting this up, I'm going to change the, this to zoom on the device and restart. Okay. So these tuning systems are commonly confused with concert pitch. Concert pitch, some people commonly say, oh, this is actually 432 tuning system. No, that's concert pitch. It's not a tuning system. So, okay, now here's the Turkish system. You should be able to hear it now. Check this out. Okay, let me, let me rewind here. Okay, here we go. What I'm doing is just playing the, the 12 notes in sequence. Okay, so here are the 12 notes. So that's in that Turkish system, those are the frequencies they use for the 12 notes, which is totally bizarre, right? Sounds so, so bizarre. Let me play for you an Arabic, uh, no, not Arabic, an African system. Here's a 24 note uh, African system. So different, so different, yeah. So there's some really trippy, uh, like following the tuning system. Right? So back to our point, though. The main point that I wanted to share here is a tuning system is way more important than concert pitch. That's the frequency of each of the twelve notes. When the tuning system is tuned to nature, which is uh, the harmonic series one times, two times, three times, which is throughout nature, it's you're way more enveloped in nature. You've got a whole system, whole mathematical system that you're completely enveloped in. Whereas with concert pitch, it's like one frequency, right? And so <clears throat> it's, it's way better. It's like we're actually using just intonation music for the babies at the Montessori school. So that they can be more grounded. If we had grown up listening to just intonation instead of equal tempered, I bet we would be way more grounded, way more grounded. But to put it all in perspective, neither of these are that big a deal, <laughs> right? The music, again, the music and the energy that you bring to that music is light years more important, right? I mean, you can have just intonation, 432, and still not get lit up. You can have 440 and equal tempered and still see God. It's not nearly as big a deal as the music. And, 
and maybe we'll do another thing since I wrote the main book and the audio recording. Uh, we can go over all the different things that light you up in music. And we'll do that in a couple of weeks here. So the music and the energy is, is really the whole deal. In fact, there's even another thing that's even more important, and that is the actual scale you're using. Let me show you here. So Okay, so let me play for you a couple of different scales. Um, yeah, sure, nice and easy and easy. Let me find it first, but you won't see me searching here. Okay. Yeah. So these the the rav drums that we sell uh, are are different um, not tuning systems they are different scale so let's let's listen to to a couple of these okay so. Okay, here we go. Let me show my screen again. And the point here is I want to show you how much more effective different scales are than tuning systems or concert pitch, which is on the way to great music and energy. Okay, so I'll show my screen and I can. Okay, okay check this out. There's a, this is a, uh, scale that is called that, a B curve. I have no idea what this came from, but it's called B curve. Check that. Uh oh. Okay, we're not available. Okay, let's see. I'm trying another one here. Oh, let's just go this way. Okay. That's my video. Okay, so here's a one. This is a G minor pentatonic. one with a completely different scale. Check this out. This is a B Celtic double thing. Just not a different tuning system, just different notes they're using.
Now, here's yet another scale. This is called the G pygmy. Right? Check this out. Just note the feeling, how different the feeling is. So scales are even more important than tuning systems or concert pitch. Okay. Now the reason we're going through all this is because if you go to buy crystal bowls, you could actually get a whole set of crystal bowls that are based on 432 or 440. You have to pay a little extra. You might want to get 440 in case you want to play with a rock and roll band, right? Or you get 432 just because it feels a little warmer, right? Although it's never precise because it's, you can't make a crystal bowl a precise frequency when you make it. So they charge a lot extra and it's only within 10% close. Or you could totally get a crystal bowl system based on just intonation or even equal temper. Normally when you get a bowl set, it's kind of random. They make sure that it's close to something, but it's kind of random. Whereas you have to pay extra if you want to get just intonation or, or uh, equal tempered, right? And equal tempered in case you want to play with a rock and roll band. So you could totally, whenever you buy stuff, including our crystal harp and, and uh, other instruments that are tunable, you could actually get 432 or 440 concert kit and just intonation or equal tempered, right? So you've got two different choices, concert pitch, or the tuning system you're going to choose. Right. So to recap, tuning system is way cooler than concert pitch. Concert pitch is still pretty cool. A lot of people are really into it. It's kind of gone mainstream. A lot of people really believe in it, but it, it's really excellent. Um, and, uh, but the music is way more important. Let me finish here with a bit of my song, but more of my song, Unconditional Love. Okay. Let's see. I almost have time to play the whole short version. Okay. Uh, I'll play this one. Okay. Unconditional Love. Enjoy. This is four thirty two, just in the motion.
Well, let's come at this from a little different perspective. Instead of saying, it's not really that big a deal, let's put it this way. With the right music and the right energy, in 432 with a cool concert pitch, in just intonation as well, connected to nature, as I always say, the more ways you lead a horse to water, the more chances that you'll drink of source. Hold that energy for the rest of the evening. The rest of it, the rest of the months ahead, years ahead, and welcome.